politics, sports, movies. You are listening to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. Welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank, and I'm the host of the show. Thank you for listening. If this is your first time listening, thanks for checking the show out. If you're a return listener, thanks for coming back and continuing to listen. The show is available on the following apps. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and CastBox. If you listen to the show using one of these apps, please click subscribe, and this will allow you to receive notifications when new episodes are uploaded. You can also listen to episodes on the show's Facebook page, which can be found by searching for Let Me Bend Your Ear. Episodes are also available on the show's YouTube channel. Just search for Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. This podcast covers three different topics, politics, sports, and movies. Each episode is dedicated to one of these topics. You can also follow the show on social media. The handle for Twitter is at BendYourEarPod. This is also the handle for Instagram. If you want to email the show, the email is BendYourEarPodcast at gmail.com. If you're not using a podcasting app to listen to the show, you can always get episodes directly from the website, which is located at www.letmebendyourear.com. I'm happy to introduce the debut of Hidden Horror Gems with Neve. This will be a recurring feature on the podcast where Horror Buff Neve will review a foreign horror film or lesser known horror film. She's a buff on that, so I'm very proud to introduce this new segment. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Hidden Horror Gems with Neve. I'm Neve. I think I've appeared on the show around three times before this. Uh, so you may have heard me mention that I'm an author on a true crime blog. The blog is crimeinmypocket.com. And I'm also on Twitter then. If you want to find updates on posts and things like that, it's at crimeinmypocket. I'm here today, though, to discuss some horror movies that may not be as widely known. I'm hoping to cover everything from underrated films, indie horrors, and a topic we're going to cover today, which is foreign horrors. So, just non-English, subtitled, things like that. Today, we're looking at the 2003 horror movie. Uh, In the UK, it was called Switchblade Romance. Uh, I think in the US it was marketed, US and Canada, it was marketed as High Tension. And of course its original name in France is Haute Tension. I'm very sorry for the pronunciation. Now the film was directed by Alexandre Adieu. He also wrote alongside Grégory Lavasseur. Again, I am so sorry for the pronunciation. Uh, Aja's name may be familiar as he also directed uh, The Hills of Ice, the 2006 version. I, I really enjoyed that one. Mirrors in 2008. Uh, another film I've seen, Piranha 3D in 2010. That was the remake of the uh, Piranha movies. Horns in 2013. And most recently then, Crawl in 2019. Now, Hot Tension, Switchblade Romance, High Tension... Uh, is the film that sort of catapulted him to any to international fame as a director. Um, I actually discovered this movie by accident around about when it first came out, I'd say. Um, my family rented it from our VHS store, our local VHS, uh, I'm sure my age there. We weren't aware that it actually was in, foreign, uh, in French, that it was a foreign film. 
But as the movie went on, it did live up to its name and it lived up to its name with the high tension and we actually got sucked into the story and did enjoy. Now, before I uh, discuss the plot and get into give you an, giving you an idea of what's in store, I would also like to discuss um, a controversy that was actually linked to this movie. Now, it was first shown outside of France at the 2003 Tor- uh, Toronto, sorry, Toronto International Film Festival. Uh, after the screening, it was picked up by Lionsgate and given a wide release. Now, critics and fans um, noticed that the plot was very similar to the 1995 Dean Koontz novel, Intensity. Now, Koontz himself addressed this on his website, and he said he found the film so puerile, so disgusting, and so intellectually bankrupt that he didn't want the association that would come from suing, so having his name give the movie publicity. Now, I've never read the Dean Koontz novel. I've sort of looked... I did look at the plot up while putting this together, and it does bear... A big similarity. It is very similar to the um, to the novel, so I, I will uh, I will agree with him there. the The movie opens with two young women, Marie and Alex, driving and chatting about the trip uh, about a trip they're taking to stay at Alex's house for the weekend to study. Uh, they arrive at the at the family home. It's a farm in just in the middle of nowhere, a very rural area. Um, as, as they get there, they, they have dinner with the family and the evening sort of goes quiet. They just go to bed. Um, in the night then, there's a knock at the door and Alex's father opens the door, letting in a violent serial killer. He quickly and gruesomely kills the family and abducts Alex. Now, in the middle of all this, Marie has managed to hide herself. She's managed to, the killer doesn't know if she's there at all. She's managed to cover that she's staying there. And as he leaves, she hides in his truck. And from then on, it turns into a nail-biting journey through the countryside as Marie tries to save a friend, evade the violent serial killer, and many big twists and questions are raised through the journey then. Now, the murders are very graphic, as is written in many reviews, with Time magazine including it in their list of 10 most ridiculously violent films. Now... The violence was very graphic. You look at there's a one of the de- uh, decapitation scenes is that's that's one of the ones that really stayed with me actually. It's it is very gruesome, very graphic, very very messy. But I I didn't feel personally that it was really an issue when you looked at how good the story was, whether the plot was sort of based on something else or taken from something else. It was a good story. And yeah, it could have been over the top. The violence was over the top. But with the building of the tension as he moves from victim to victim, as Marie tries to hide, and the story builds up to reveal, you know, the big ending, uh, I feel it was enough to sort of distract and not really bother me that it was that violent. Now, to see this movie, it is a really hard one to find. Um, I found it on Amazon UK, I think, to rent and buy rent or buy. Um, I'm assuming it's the same for the US. I, however, had to raid through my teenage uh, horror collection to find the DVD. But, um, but, but despite the hate it can get, it is worth it. I do think it stands as a decent horror and thriller, as I suppose the novel intensity would be if it was adapted into a film, because it is a good story. 
and it is definitely worth the 95 minutes of your time so i think when we get on to the now that we're on to the rating i think just just for the tension for the builder for the fact i did enjoy the story i'm gonna give this film a, a three out of five it's it's sort of it's over half but i don't think the film is strong enough to warrant any more of a rating now, um, just before we finish the segment, I would like to thank Let Me Bend Your Year podcast for inviting me to do the segment, for having me on. It's always a pleasure. I always have fun geeking out about all things horror. And I hope I've given everyone um, a nice, new and different suggestion to try. Um, like I said, it is, it's definitely worth it. And if you are a horror fan, you like sort of your obscure horrors, you'll enjoy this one. It'll be worth it. Now, if you've enjoyed my presence here, as I said at the start, feel free to check out my true crime blog. Um, it's crimeinmypocket.com with my Twitter page at, and you can follow me on Twitter as well on my Twitter page at crimeinmypocket. Once again, thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. If you're listening to the show on Apple Podcasts or any other app, please take a moment to rate and review. This is a quick and easy way you can help the show attain a higher profile in searches when people are seeking out new podcasts. Another way you can help raise the profile of the podcast if you enjoyed what you heard or you think a friend might like it is to share the episode on your social media. This is another easy way to help the show reach a wider audience. The podcast is available on the following apps. Apple Podcasts. Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and CastBox. The show is also available on both YouTube and Facebook. Episodes can also be downloaded directly from the website at www.letmebendyourear.com. If you want to email the show, the email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening, and I hope everyone has a great week.